Welcome to We Grow California with your hosts, Darcy Villery and Darcy Burke, a safe place where we discuss water, agriculture, and everything that makes California grow. We have guests from those who just drink water to those that make water policy, all passionate about the water issues that face all Californians today. Join the conversation by liking, subscribing, and visiting our website, wegrowcalifornia.com. Let's get the conversation started. So I just want to welcome everyone back. We've had a little hiatus. um, Darcy has some very exciting news. He added a bundle of love to his family. So have we not talked about that? I don't think we said that in the last one. Yeah, you're like Darcy's third time. Yep. No, she's a bundle of love, and she's a bundle of of uh, time sync, I guess, or however you want to look at it. (laughs) Which is why we've kind of been um, taking a little break so we can. Get back to work. And- she's five months old. She can't say she doesn't. She like she can't fight this. You know, you just like the person's not in the room. She's not here. It's clearly her fault. So I'm, I'm on board with that. <laughs> that. That's awesome. But there's been a you lot know. of exciting stuff, not only in water world, but ag water world happening. But I have a um, I went on and, and got a couple of comments that we've gotten. And then oh. I have a fun story. Cool. So I was in an Uber and. The, the driver was speaking to me and she looked around and she looked at me and she said, you love tomatoes. And I'm like, excuse really? me? And she said, my daughter set me up with podcasts and I think you've been on a podcast. Wait, what? <laughs> Are you serious? You I, made on our podcast our or some podcast. other podcast? We you Grow California. I'm not kidding. Yeah? Uber driver wow. in Southern huh. California listening to We Grow California. I loved it. That's interesting. Yeah. No, I like to hear that. That's the stuff that always gets me uh, excited, like that far more than any stats or anything else. You yeah, know? she was very excited. She, you know, had no idea how many acres in California, you know, really produce most of the country's tomatoes. And she was very yeah. fascinated. And that's how we kind of hooked her in was on the tomatoes. And then uh, she asked me, when, when's the next one? She goes, I've, wow. I've gone back and listened to the other ones. I'm really excited. So I just had to share that because we haven't had a opportunity to chat in a while and we haven't seen yeah, each you're, other. You, you're saying I've been busy. I've been busy with the daughter, obviously, and then a lot of work stuff. It's been a hectic season and I know you've been busy too. It's been tough to connect. It has been tough, but now we have, a, I would say, new technology that makes it a little easy for us to do this whenever we have the opportunity. We have some great guests yeah. coming up. But before I get to the guests, I have to tell you about a, a couple comments. Sure. No, so, I'd love to hear it. So Listener the, feedback is what podcasts are all, everybody's dying to hear. I'm sure. You know? I mean, because it's not like we're, I hope they're all positive because otherwise we're going to obsess over the one negative one. We're there getting. is one negative one. Great. Let's talk about <laughs> I'm it. Gonna I'm going to obsess. <laughs> I'm going to obsess. It'll be, it'll be fine though. So the gentleman, uh, did not recommend us to listen because we were anti-environmental. I don't know what that means. I, I'd lo- what else is we're in, I didn't look at it that in this comment. All, what is it? We're, we're anti-environmentalists? Yeah, and we're big ag. We're both big ag. Which I um, I love that title because I still don't know what it means. Did, I, did can you is there something in detail you can share? That's they just all that I was got. it. That's, that's all we're you got? both big ag. And um just to remind our listeners, I represent an urban water district. Mm-hmm. I live in Southern California. My water experience is at Metropolitan Water District of Southern California and Municipal Water District of Orange County. And yeah. although I do own a farm in North Dakota, I don't farm it. I don't irrigate it. I really trust my cousins to run it. So I'm definitely not big ag. And and I think if for me, I that's the funny thing. It's like the way the USDA qualifies it i i might qualify for them as big ag but i definitely don't feel like it it we're a pretty small operation we're about two thousand acres roughly and 
I don't know. I think the concerns I have, if they actually listen to it, I think they'd hear me and be surprised if they actually listen to it. <laughs> like well, some of the I stuff thought, I say, because I'm very concerned about my, about uh, the environment, the things we're applying, when we apply it, why we apply it, try not, you know, it's a waste of money to overapply. It's bad. I do believe it can be bad for the environment if you're not applying it correctly. Like I, I, I definitely do. That's why it's like, if you got a thing you want to hang me up on, then let's talk about it. I love to hear it, but don't, you're a big ag. It's like, okay. What does that, what the, what does what does that, that change for me? That doesn't tell me anything no. that doesn't help me, you know? And I think I, I've okay. been very clear that I am not anti-environmental. I am anti-special interest groups, right? That, that I, are not for the betterment of everybody. I am always about talking and having a conversation and I don't kick anybody out of bed if, uh, if, if something's being productive, you know, if you want to talk and I, cause I don't think anybody that's I've ever talked to or talked to me, I don't think walked away unless they were just, their mind was a hundred percent made up because it, a lot of this stuff, it's interesting to me to hear different groups talk about different things. You know, it's like if I tell one person, so I just actually, we just got, um, I waited two years for it. I just, I got a Ford lightning. And I partly got it because I do believe it's good for the environment. All my drip systems are almost all of them are electric because I think that is good for the environment. They're not diesel, but guys have diesel, which is fine. We have a little bit of diesel, but I'm trying to get them to electric. I think it's, it's overall better. But then I also run into people who, you know, would tell, it's funny to be called by that by somebody else who called me an environment, like, don't believe any of that think they're bad for the environment. I'm like, guys, I, I don't believe any of that to be true. And I've read a lot of stuff and I don't just listen to one particular radio station or something and get that from it. So, but I would still be from other people yelled at for, for various things. But by the way, it's an amazing vehicle. I love that thing. So I'm very excited to see it. The next time I come visit, I'll, yeah. have, I'll have to You got to get a ride in it, man. It, it's like being on a, a roller coaster That's for cool. the amount of, and it's got plugs everywhere and just, oh, I, I love that thing. Do we get Ford as a sponsor now that I just oh, said all that? Maybe we should maybe. ask Ford if they want I would to sponsor. Love that. That'd be great. I but waited two years for this thing. Big Ag bought by Big Motor, so you know who knows. I guess <laughs> it, uh, I'm bought and paid for. I guess on that end, I suppose, because it's a it's an amazing truck, and I've been having fun with it. I, well, I, I also laugh because you know, I think we talked about this, but I I had the opportunity to be appointed to the United States Environmental Protection Agency Local Government Advisory. Council, I also got appointed to their subcommittee on climate mitigation planning. Yeah, right. And that's one, great. Of, one, it, it's very exciting. It, I wasn't quite sure what I'd sign on for, but it's you know you can't have a conversation if you're not at least understanding. You got to be in the room. Got to be in the room. You have to be understanding. You got to be in the room. So you know. what I found interesting is most of the individuals on this count uh, committee are from big cities. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm yeah. not from a big city. My my little city of Canyon Lake is 11,000 people, right? Um, yeah. We're surrounded by Temecula, which is bigger, and some others. But, you know, it, I picked small town living to raise my family. So the understanding that these individuals have of how rural life is, is amazingly misconstrued. Yeah. I mean, we, we did have someone come and provide public comment in her region. She can't even get high-speed internet. No, and, you know, and as we're speaking, I just should warn you too, I'm on cell service internet, so it may go out, but it's been kind of spotted today. Well, see, there, that's a perfect example, right? And one of yeah. the buses in her area drives 700 miles round trip a day to pick up kids and take them back. There's yeah, no bus that's electric re- that can do that. 
I don't know. And that's so, the well, funny thing. See, they, you, they, they were very honest. They, they said, we don't it, know of a bus that can do it either. But at the moment, other I'm not surprised. There's yeah, there's other power, options. There's, which is some really exciting stuff coming out of the University of California, Riverside, and um, University of California at Irvine. They yeah. have some great new I, types of batteries coming out. So it's not necessarily lithium, but there's sodium and all different other. Oh, I mean, yeah. There's so many exciting things coming. I think that really what's going to be the most exciting is we let the market drive what the market does, right? To, to find oh, I think num- that's a terrible idea on this part, Darcy. That's I that you and I are completely opposite on that one. No. no I think, no. yes, I think, you know, if, if I want uh, a hydropower vehicle, you shouldn't make me buy an electric vehicle. Well, you mean, well, and a hydropower vehicle is an electric vehicle. What do you mean by hydropower? Because the hydropower that powers the, creates the electricity for the electric vehicle, or what do you... No, it's a hydrogen-powered vehicle. Oh, okay. No, and see, that's the funny thing. I don't know why everybody wants a hydrogen... Now, what's going to be interesting to me on the those ones... Then why not? Isn't that what Arnold Schwarzenegger wanted? More money into hydrogen? He did. But you've already got a supply chain for electric. It's all there. I, I don't even go to a gas station. I charge at my house every night. Right. But like you have also have the infrastructure for your house to do that. Not, not Is there every- an infrastructure for hydrogen that I'm not aware of? Or they have one? N- not yet. My, my okay. point is it can't be one size fits all. It's just like water. You can't yeah. say the only type of storage is groundwater. That, that no, could, I pre- yeah, yeah, I totally appreciate that. And maybe they need something because they may be more of a like I also have a Toyota Sienna, which is which is great. I thought it was amazing, which it is up until we got the lightning, which I just love a lot more. But it has a elect it has a gas powered engine. Right. And it runs off battery, totally electric. And then the engine powers the battery. And I get I think it's double the mileage that you get on a traditional uh, gas powered engine. And, you know, the infrastructure for both those things are there. Right. And, and but so, the infrastructure for electric obviously isn't as dependable as we would like it to be. When you have rolling brownouts, you can't plug in your car. Like San Francisco is a perfect I, example. I know, last but summer. if you have a blackout, you can't put gas in your car either. All those things run off electricity. I, I'm not not disagreeing. Okay. So I, I, I think sorry, there's, but <laughs> there's there's a lot. I mean, there are generators at gas stations, at least at our water district, that I could fill my tank with in an emergency. Oh, okay. I, I mean, there's other things that. All I'm saying yeah. is when you look at the the grid system we have in the United States, it's very disjointed. Mm-hmm. You can't move energy from one side of the country to the other seamlessly. It's not possible yet. We have a lot of investments to do to get to a more green, power, yeah. carbon neutral environment. So yeah. the part I liked about this group in particular, though, is right after we had this meeting, the EPA came out with a billion dollars for hydrogen power research, right? I'm not saying it's the end all be all, and I'm not saying electricity is. I think there's going to be different applications for different places. And if we're really serious about this, then we have to do those types of things. So to the gentleman that thinks that Darcy and I are anti-environmental, we would ask you to please think again. Oh, we don't need, like you just saw, we don't even necessarily get on the same. This is the point. Like you think that part is more environment. I think this one is, and they're both right in their own way. And it is, as long as everybody's moving towards uh, a cleaner environment, I really do think that, that I think we're doing well. I just don't think we can stand pat on everything personally. And I know I'd make it upset with people. I hear you can't stand pat on where you're at with it. Cause I'm just getting your, your neighbor then is going to be getting more efficient all the time. And you're, 
you're just not going to be in business at some point. So, you know, and I know that and a, and a well-regulated market is, is, is important to me because I think it, it makes it better for everybody. Cause otherwise well, there's a bunch of reasons behind that. I'll I'd just be in a, on a soapbox otherwise. And we could talk so. about that in a whole nother episode. I'd <laughs> happily do that. I, you know, I may not make a lot of friends out here with some of this stuff, but I happily do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I, I think the part that people expect us to always be on the same page and, and that's not true. We can no. agree to disagree, and we're totally okay with that. Oh, yeah, exactly. No, I think that's, how, like I said, you got to have uh, open debate and be okay doing it, you know, at the end of the day. So so, so the other two comments I had, um, one was a gentleman who is a city council member down here in Southern California who heard about my podcast and listened, and I was doing a workshop the other day, and he said, I have to tell you, I had no idea what farmers went through in California. <laughs> <laughs> and I have a whole new respect when I go to the grocery store. And so oh, I appreciate that, that. that's a win-win for us, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it is not an easy job by any stretch. It's you know? not an easy job. And 99% of us don't want it, right? We, we, yeah. It, <laughs> that's the other it, part of it. It is. I don't know. It's, it's funny. I mean, there's definitely jobs, a lot of the specific jobs that nobody wants to do it. Um, or it's tough to get people to do it. And then there's the other parts of the job that you can find people, but it's just so stressful. You burn people out. You know, it's, it, it's a tough one. I, I, I like it. It's a, especially depending on what you're growing and what you're doing. It is a, it is a 24 hours a day, seven days a week kind of thing. And, and in a certain sense, it's actually great that there is because we used to not be able to have the kind of tools and things mm -hmm. to do what we're doing. It was kind of like, I don't know, throw it out there. Let's hope some, something comes back. And now we got all these things that uh, we can we can do and dial in and get better at and and be more dependable, which is not to keep going back to the big ag thing. It's like that's that's the thing. It's like you I don't think people appreciate how readily accessible food is in this country or, or in any number of countries. And, and it should be more accessible to more people. But it is it's not like it's easy. It's very expensive and very risky, you know, oh, which I'll also say risky. too. I was not, my, my family has farmed out here, um, since 1950, I've only been here only 12 years and it's not, it's something I didn't fully, I didn't really didn't appreciate cause I wasn't really listening or that into it until I started doing it. It's, it's a definitely very complicated, expensive, risky, da, da, da job, you know, all those things. Well, and, and the final comment was, um, from an individual actually up in your neighborhood who appreciates the diversity of our topics. Oh, uh, good. So, you know, I'll take the two good and I'll take the bad, but it, but it was, <laughs> but it was nice. And it was super nice to have the Uber driver. <laughs> right. Oh yeah. He's like, Oh, you love tomatoes. I'm like, okay. I was uh, talking to another, you know, like you said, it's we, a lot of this, we advertise it just word of mouth and, mm -hmm. and talking to other people and, and even just in a, it's funny this because I definitely feel like part of this podcast for me is is learning. I like you and I, I think we like to go. It's not just some sort of public relations, find somebody who says things we want to hear no. or like. I, I, I still mention to everybody about the Doheny plant and mm -hmm. uh, and and that podcast and what we learn there. And then also even the Westlands podcast with uh, Jose Gutierrez to other Westlands growers, because I'm like, guys, did if you listen to that, because so much stuff, again, goes word of mouth that you don't learn about it till you hear the right thing from the right person, you know? And so it's, 
it's been real educational for me too. And I, I want to keep doing it. I, I look forward to the future guests we're going to have, you know, the list that we have, uh, that we're working on to see if we can get everybody on. Cause it's busy. This is a high, this is a busy time for us right now, at least on the farm. I just spent a couple hours on an irrigation problem, learning, learning something there that I didn't <laughs> know. Um, and just chasing, chasing stuff down because we've harvest for us starts in, as of this recording on July 7th in like 45 days is when first see, first see the bet we placed on the table, see if we roll a six or an eight and get some money back off the table. You know what I mean? Yeah. For those craps players out there. So your busy time, but for the next few weeks, we're very fortunate. And in, in July we have coming up, um, Congressman John Duarte. Yeah. And we have State Senator Kelly Suarto. So they're on vacation and we're taking full advantage of the time that they're off to get them yes. get them on and, and a- answer some tough questions. So, Happy to have on any politician that wants to come chat. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I think policymakers at all level, um, I was really happy that uh, Metropolitan Chairman Adon Ortega spent some time with yeah. us and shared kind of what his vision for Metropolitan was because it matters, right? They're, yeah. they're the 800-pound gorilla in the room. And it... Uh, it was nice that he took the time to come and, and share that with us. And we're really grateful for all those people that have like taken oh, the time. Oh yeah. That made time in the day. day. Absolutely. And, and we're really honest with us. We don't want to hear what we want to hear. We want to hear the truth. Oh right? yeah. And, Give... and, and good, better and different. Yeah. So. As long as we're all trying to learn, cause this is a complicated subject. Uh, I know we always say that, but it, it really is because all the different ins and outs and everybody, may, why don't they just do this? And it's like, cause everything is complicated these days and you can't just say, <laughs> yes, I'd love to do that, but I don't think that's ever going to happen because of this, 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 you know, physics, politics. Sequa. Sequa. Sequa is a great one, which everybody I think is finally, you know, across the state learning it. Great reasons for why it was set up, but like anything else, it's like, okay, is it now being abused? And so I think that uh, that's a whole other topic we need to sit down with somebody to talk about because, you know, it's... It's good and bad. It's like everything else, right? It's how you use it. It's how you use it, right? How you use and, it. and I think that the recognition that it just needs some work. It, it needs how, some work. It needs I, I don't think anybody in the state wants to get rid of it. Maybe, maybe some people, but oh, most some people do. Don't. Some people totally do. <laughs> but at the same time, I, I'm not interested in going backwards. It, here's this, you want to hear a fun? I I do. I would say this is a sequel story, but a real quick one for me in terms of the, or even you know EPA and air pollution and stuff like that. It's 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 that out here. You used to not be able to see. I, I live right by the San Joaquin, pr- pretty much a stone's throw. And San Joaquin you know, River. The, San Joaquin okay. River. Sorry, San Joaquin River. And you can there is to my west is the foothills. To my east is the Sierra Nevadas. And there used to be a time decades, like decades ago, maybe at this point, you couldn't see either one any time of the year, pretty much. Now, because of air quality improvements and all the things, not just the individuals have done, but businesses and the air quality standards, I can see the foothills basically all year now. And there's half the year, maybe more, I can see the Sierras. And I know that's not like a hard and fast you know, sequa study, environmental thing and stuff like that. But it is a visual indicator to me that things have gotten better. And so that's why stuff like, you know, the truck and the drip systems that run on electric and these other investments that in one way may be kind of expensive. I, I really do believe they're beneficial to to everybody because I like I like clean air. I like clean water. 
but I also doesn't mean I stop doing certain things, other stuff people may not like. It just means I want to do it better. And if you got a better tool, that would be great. You I, know what I mean? I think that bring most, in better tools. I will use them. If you're willing to pay for them, I will use them. Most you know? people don't realize how technically savvy agriculture is in California today. It's like rocket science, <laughs> to be like perfectly honest. Science. Like seriously, like they're like it it is our irrigators are engineers, the farmers are chemists. Like mm-hmm. it it's and and the you know, even the just the simple dirt we move is complicated construction half the time because of what we're doing. It's no, it's it's much more complicated than the it's funny. It's that idea of the simple farmer is what what people think of somebody in their overalls and their tractor and, and corn. I'm like, I, I, I guess in some places in the world, but not in California. No, it's a, it's is, completely different. I, I it is. I, it's all I know. So but it's <laughs> but it's definitely not the stereotype that everybody makes it out to be. So I can know? tell you my North Dakota farm. It's not quite as technical. We don't irrigate. It's all dry farming. Yeah. But so, that's still that still requires a lot of can still require a lot of, you know, technical savvy and chemistry and experience right you know what to plant where and what's been more successful and and what doesn't work so you know it it's not just throw some seeds and some dirt and hope for the best i think one of the comments of the technology you know um and we and we've highlighted quite a few people that have invested in technology both on their farms um, in their processing you know making it more efficient, but also making it more, um, beneficial. So, Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I, it's amazing what tractors cost these days. It's amazing what everything costs these days, and, and, you know, partly inflation, but also just, you know, we, uh, for us, and I know a lot of farmers are doing this, but something as simple as, you know, for, uh, our heat illness training, which is important with yep. climate change to be, make sure you're covering everybody, make sure they're all safe. Um, you know, we don't buy tractors anymore, open air tractors. Like we just have cab tractors for the air conditioning. And I have a tractor out there right now, uh, you know, that, that doesn't have one. So I'm stopping that thing at X temperature and the driver is done for the day. We find some else for him. But my point being with that is like, you know, a cab tractor is like 20% more expensive than a normal one, which the cost has to be picked up somewhere, which at the end of the day, goes to the bottom line. Gotta be, yeah, and it's got to be borne by the, the customer, which is fine. It's just I, I want everybody to understand and appreciate if, if you know, it's funny to hear people they, they say, I get, I get, I feel like for, I've heard this from this, a person, a person, this would come out of somebody that'd say the same thing. One, what, why are you doing this? You're bad for the environment or you're doing that, blah, 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 blah. Why is my apple $2 a piece now? And it's like, well, because you're missing the point. Your apple's $2 a piece now because I have food safety standards. I have worker safety standards. I have chemical, the environmental, all these things I'm hitting, which, again, I don't necessarily think is bad. I always think it's good or the best, but I I don't think it's necessarily bad because we farm the cleanest, safest food in the world in California. Yep. But guess what? It comes with a cost and everything ends up being borne by a customer. I think people need to appreciate that. I agree. If this is your first time listening to it, I'm sure I've said something like this before, but you're hearing it again because I'm never going to get tired of saying it. And if it is your first time, we're glad you're here. And on that Thank you note, for listening. Yes. <laughs> thank you for listening. Like we, and subscribe. And we've had a few comments and questions today. We'll be back um, in the next weeks with some really interesting and great guests. Again, Congressman John Duarte and State Senator Kelly Suarto are next up on our um, 
listening in agenda. So we're happy to have you. Please visit our website, wegrowcalifornia.com. You can list comments there. You can ask a question. If you have a suggestion for a guest, we'd love to hear that too. And on all your podcasting platforms, leave us comments and just contact us. We're happy to talk. Great. We'll see you next time. You've been listening to a We Grow California podcast. If you have a question you'd like us to answer or would be interested in being a guest, please check out our website, wegrowcalifornia.com. Sound and audio engineering provided by postandjam.com.